so many people have said, like when they hear the problem that we're solving or our idea, like how would you ever have found out that was a problem or how did you figure that out? Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Robin Copernicus. And on today's show, we have an amazing founder, Caleb Dykema, who is the founder of Vault, which is a sports betting software that's aggregating all these different sports books and making it really easy for you to be able to track your bets. And I have a lot of questions for Caleb on terms of what he's doing to get to where he is. Caleb, welcome to the show. For those that are not aware of Vault and your background, tell me a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you are right now. Awesome, Robin. Well, thanks so much for having me on. I'm super excited to just be sharing my story, hearing a little bit about yours. So yeah, where I started, I actually grew up in southeastern Wisconsin, grew up on a farm. I had very entrepreneurial parents as you know, my mom was more on the marketing and sales side. My dad was more on the you know, actually working on the farm type thing. So that's really where my entrepreneurship drive, that kind of thing started. Back in college, I was sitting in the classroom and I was watching this professor clean this whiteboard, uh, this really long whiteboard. And he was an older guy and he took forever to erase this enormous whiteboard with this little tiny handheld eraser. And I started thinking, how can we make erasing these whiteboards much more efficient within all these different classrooms at my university? And so I developed a product called OneSwipe, which was basically this massive whiteboard eraser that spanned from the top of the board to the bottom and it could just be pushed all across across the entire thing to to erase everything in its path. And so that was really like my big jump into entrepreneurship and started to realize like like how I can solve problems, how I can use my skills to develop products, to market them, to sell them, that kind of thing. And then yeah. Yeah, t- tell me a little bit about OneSwipe. What yeah. happened to OneSwipe? Say, w- one of the things with founders, right? We all are all especially if you're like a natural born entrepreneur, which it definitely sounds like you are, Caleb, we have all these amazing ideas and we just start jumping on all all these ideas. So one swipe was one of these ideas. Yeah. What eventually happened with that? Yeah. Before uh, we jumped on and and recorded, we were talking about a shiny object syndrome, like seeing a bunch of ideas. This was like my very first one where I was like, wow, this might actually, this might actually be a big thing. So I went for it. So right now, um, really back up a little bit. So back in college, I ended up prototyping it in my college house, got some grant money from the university to get it installed in one of the classrooms. And then I'm working now with the company to finalize the patent on it. And then we're going to be looking to find a company to basically buy that patent from us and, and, and start manufacturing the product. Okay. So this is something that's still in it's your still, pipeline. Yeah. It's still in the back burner. Like there's, I, I basically have done what I've, what I've done to, uh, up. I've had some people ask me, do you ever want to go back to it or try to build a company with it yourself? And I, what we were talking about before, just like the, the product or the, the founder market fit wasn't super great. There's a lot of when it comes to universities and, and that kind of thing, there's a lot of red tape, a lot of things that just really just weren't my speed. That's kind of why I got into it. Yeah, that uh, absolutely makes sense because typically when we get into an idea and then the idea sounds great on paper, but once you start implementing it, you start realizing, especially with that founder market fit, is maybe these aren't people that you really don't want to deal with. And if you don't like your customers, then it's really demotivating to keep doing it every single day. So now you actually do have founder market fit and you're working on this app called Vault. Tell me a little bit about Vault. Yeah, so we actually started Robin back in early 2020. It started from an idea from my co-founder, Zach, he came to me with this idea of he had built several different simulations to predict the outcome of sports games. And he's more of the 
the, the background, like coding that type of individual, whereas I'm more marketing sales business type. And we've worked together before on other smaller projects and we came together with this and said, let's create something here. So over the course of 2020, we had built a subscription model from these simulations. So basically we would simulate these games, provide the outcomes to individuals, sports bettors, and then they in turn would use those outcomes to make more data-driven bets um, on DraftKings or FanDuel. So that's where we started. And towards the end of 2020, we noticed a couple different things, Robin. We found out that just being immersed in this industry and just learning literally everything we could about it, getting connected to as many people as we could, we found out that there was a lot of competition. Just this was a very saturated area of where we were in the market. And we also noticed too that different areas of this market were just so, I put in quotes like barbaric, like sports betting in the U.S. was legalized just like back in 2018, so not that long ago, meaning it's a smaller, newer market, infant, there's going to be a lot of problems within it. And so we found this new problem that we wanted to start solving, and that's when we made that So what is this new problem? Yeah, so the biggest problem that we're solving right now, the core problem that we're solving, is that sports bettors like to be able to track their bets. They like to do this similar to as if you were tracking your investments on the stock market. You like to know where your money's going, where you're doing well, where you're not doing so. The problem that they face though is that they have to do this all manually on a spreadsheet, in a notebook. They have to manually enter it in an app. It's just this massive hassle. And so what we're doing with Vault is enabling them to have it automatically tracked and aggregating all that bet data to help them make smarter decisions and really provide them just a lot of information that can help them. I love that, Caleb. So here's the thing, what I really enjoy about the story you just told. A lot of founders, when they approach me, they will wait for the perfect time to start building something. And the thing is, once you start waiting for the perfect time, you really miss out on a lot of market information. So one piece of market information can actually create a brand new company. So just because you were actually actively participating in this market, you had this service where you were selling information by membership, um, I guess the market was really saturated, but just being in it yeah. and launching it, it gave you market information where you learned about this new problem for this avatar that you were already serving. And now it easily lets you pivot to a new product, but you're still keeping the same list. Exactly. You're able to leverage that list as well. Well, it's so yeah, funny it, too. It sounds like you want to share more. I say just like kind of piggybacking off of that point. Like when I got into this market, I, so I'm not a sports better myself. I'm not even a big sports guy myself, but what I do love is just solving really big problems. And even more so, I love like the idea of fixing industries, specifically new ones. Like what we're in right now, this is a very infant, very new market within the US. And when I was able to see this problem, like I wasn't necessarily passionate about sports betting or sports, but I was passionate about seeing this problem with this industry and saying, let's try to fix this thing. So I think that's a really big point. And you're exactly right. So many people have said, like, when they hear the problem that we're solving or our idea is like, how would you ever have found out that was a problem? Or how did you figure that out? And it's because we were in it for over a year, just immersed in the industry, talking to hundreds of different professionals and sports bettors alike. And that's really where we gained the knowledge of where this problem or what this problem was. And just like for anybody that's going after an idea or 
more directly trying to solve a problem is just immersing yourself in this industry, talking to as many people as possible and, and getting that down to what that is. You're going to have so much better luck than just assuming different problems and assuming that a solution is going to fit that. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be able to play the game, right? You can't sit on the sidelines and just wait for your run times to get faster or wait for this like perfect combination of perfection. You just have to go out there and play. And as you play, you start figuring things out. Yeah. Caleb, with Vault, where are you at right now? How much traction would you say you're getting? And then where are you trying to go? Yeah, so it looks like you cut out your run. <laughs> yeah, I'm turning my camera back on. <laughs> I don't know why that happens. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta fix that zoom. Okay. Do you want to ask so, that question again? This is, no, I think th uh, the way we'll edit it. Yeah, I'll ask you. I'll ask it again. Yeah. But I, but I will say the word edit because then my team knows to look for that word <laughs> and they know to edit that part out. Okay, cool. So, Caleb, where are you at with your app right now and where are you trying to go? Yeah, great question. So, when we made our pivot back, it was... Late 2020, early 2021, we realized that for one, we had to rebrand. And, and two, we realized that the tech that we had at, at that point, it was just on a Wix website. It wasn't going to cut it for what we were actually trying to do. And so we thought if we can just get a small investment, basically like a pre-seed round, we would have enough to create a substantial product, something that we could actually push out to the market. Wouldn't be the best, but it, at least it would be something to really test what we and so Q1, Q2 of this year, it was just me pounding the pavement, like trying to talk to every single angel investor, VC, like anybody that I could try to talk to, tell them our idea, tell them about me and my team, where we've gone so far. And basically heard three different things from almost everybody. We love the team, we love the idea, but you guys are just too early on uh, for us to put any money towards this. And so we heard this, honestly, probably 50 plus times just from a variety of different investors, people, that kind of thing. And we just didn't really know what to do. Like, how are we going to progress this tech forward without any funding? And we actually found this, we found this company based out of Chicago, which enabled us, it's a low code app software where it enabled me to come in, who doesn't really have any coding background, to build our app, the front end of the app, and then Zach, our CTO, would come in and just build the back end. And we realized we could literally build this app ourselves in-house for under $1,000 rather than trying to get funding for a $50,000, $100,000 app that we would have had to outsource. And so that was a major pivot. And obviously, like, I'm super happy that we did that. But that was, so that's, that was back in um, June when we made that decision to, to do that. And then, so ever since then, we've been plugging away, building building what we call the beta now. And that beta is going to be turning into the, the full product towards the end of this year. All right, we'll edit this part <laughs> out as well. I'm so sorry about that, Caleb. It'll, okay, it, once we get it edited out, it'll look all seamless. So, all so don't worry about that. Cool. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Like like I said, it's been like an issue. This is a, a brand new thing. Huh. But is it a new camera or what? No, I reconfigured how I'm plugging in all my electronics because sure. I, I plugged in a bunch of other things. And now for some reason, like the camera just cuts <laughs> off after up. a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, like it's not charging or I'm not sure exactly what's going on. 
I'll have to I'll have to look at that. This is a brand new issue that just started. So wonderful. Okay, so let's see where we were at. You were talking about how I beta. up. Yeah. So Caleb, actually, I do have a question for you. You started off with this business where you were actually providing this information to sports betters, right? And this is how you actually learned how you wanted to solve this problem of tracking sports bets. In terms of this first business that you had, how many people were you serving in that business? We only, we were pretty small and we probably only served, I would say about three or 400 users. Many of them were like free users or just kind of trial users, that kind of thing. So it was a pretty small group of people, but it was enough for us to essentially use their knowledge and their information to send out surveys, have interviews, that kind of thing, just so that we could really inform ourselves. Yeah, I think you're actually sitting on a gold mine right there because the 300 to 400 people is pretty good. What that tells me is you're able to at least go out and find people. And I'm not sure exactly how many paid users there are, but then the next step is to actually convert those users. You're already doing this whole low code app building. Yep. And now the next step is just to get people on there where you already have a list of 300 to 400 people. That's great traction. So it sounds like you have all the pieces necessary where you don't actually have to go out and seek investment at all. So I'm really happy for this pivot. Caleb, in terms of the company named Vault, yeah. how did you come up with that name? Yeah, really that came from, you know, we, this was one of the biggest struggles and we probably took a month and a half to try to find like a, a name that fit. So we noticed within the market that every single company, almost every single company had like buzzwords in it. So like they would have bet something or something bet or wager or pick or and we just wanted to have a difference maker, like something that actually set us apart. And Vault, we thought we are bringing all this money together, not money, but we're aggregating this data, this information all together and, and storing it in this one place. And we wanted people to, instead of referring it to, oh, I got the app Vault, we wanted people to start saying, oh, this is my vault. This is the information, check out my vault, that kind of thing. And it just really fit well. It, it had energy to it and our logo had a lot of energy to it and, and that's just kind of formal. It's hard to articulate how we came up with it exactly because it was literally just the most annoying process ever, Robin. <laughs> Let me tell you what I do like about the name. What I do like about the name is it makes me feel safe, especially yep. in this whole industry where there's a lot of not so safe practices. Yep. It does give that feeling of security. Caleb, where can more people learn about Vault and more about you as a founder and how can people connect with you? Yeah, definitely appreciate that. So they can check out Vault, our alphas, up and running right now. Pretty bare bones, pretty simple, but you can check that out at vaultsportshq.com and then be checking out, get ready for our beta that'll be launching later this year. And then you can learn more about me and for sure connect with me on LinkedIn. It's just Caleb Dykema, D-Y-K-E-M-A. Just to be a little bit more specific and help people get to Vault, who are you actually looking for? Who is the right user for Vault? Yeah, so the people that we're really focused on are the more serious sports bettors. These are people that are really involved with it. How you might think about golf or cooking and love to watch videos and, and learn how to get better. These are the type of uh, sports bettors that we're really looking for. Individuals that want to get better, want to know their stats, and, and really want to improve. Sounds good. Looks like you're doing big things, Caleb. We'll hopefully get you back on the show to see if you're doing any other pivots or if anything has happened with OneSwipe as well. We'd love to hear more about that. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you on the next episode.